Oh, hello, you sick freak. It was a great Friday show. Um, kind of went off the rails uh, <laughs> towards the end as we were talking about uh, preparing. <laughs> Stu doesn't have a hat, and I'm trying to get an x-ray machine. They're totally uh, sane, both of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to work out well. You might want to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, today's, uh, today's program is fantastic. Uh, Adam Curry is on with us. Bill O'Reilly. Michael Malice. Uh, Michael Malice is on. Um, and, and we talk about the biggest stories of the week. Adam and I both agree, and I think Michael, did Michael agree with this as well? The biggest stories, uh, uh, the biggest story of the week is the digital currency story that you may not have even heard. Make sure you're listening. Oh, and there's some help if you happen to live in Idaho. Um, there's, uh, I'd like your help on something. You'll hear about it in today's podcast. in my hands the Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry made up board members board members from uh, companies like Chobani the you know the yogurt people and Wells Fargo Bank uh, and Bear and Monsanto and Cliff Bar Select Health Union Pacific Railroad oh my gosh all of these people all of the Facebook, Facebook is on this. What am I going to do? They're saying in this official release that I am a conspiracy theorist mm. because of what I tell you about ESG. Wow. I'm sensing some sort of risk uh, here, Stu, some sort of boy, it's it's. Well, as you know, Glenn, ESG is just a risk management tool. That's what they say. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, wow. what they say. We'll we'll get into that a little later. Mm. Um, Michael Malice is on with us now. Hi, Michael. How are you? I mean, is it a theory if it's demonstrable and <laughs> no. open? No, wait, wait, wait. It is not. It is not. They say um, uh, it's laughable. They said it's a fun... It, uh, the given legislatures, uh, legislators who have heard me talk about ESG and believe in believe it, it's a farcical conspiracy theory from which legislation will be crafted. It's easy to dismiss due to its lack of basis in reality, but the problems any kind of legislation against it will create for business is real. Wow, but I, I mean, it's it's just shocking how brazen the misinformation is because at the very least it's based in reality but wrong right you're referring to something which is policy where there's websites about it where people talk about it so to say it's not based in reality is in and of itself a lie second of all to claim that there aren't different organizations who are coordinating to further a specific agenda is in and of itself farcical the fact that all these different Chobani is working with Facebook, it's, it's only conspiracy, but you don't like it. Exactly right. Exactly I mean, if, right. If, what does the yogurt company have to do with, you know, putting up baby pics and, you know, photos of your dog uh, other than they have an agenda, a corporate agenda that they want to further? 
it is it's remarkable um, how this is being uh, how this is being squashed when you can see what is happening in Russia. Russia, this by the way, uh, President Biden uh, just said we're going to hit Putin even harder. We have revoked our uh, most favored nation status, and apparently we're not the only country that is doing that now. Um, that's a harder punch. Um, but when you, when you have McDonald's saying, you know, uh, we just thought there might be a reputational risk. Uh, that's why we're closing all our restaurants. When they said we're not closing all of our restaurants, you see ESG and how it works. I mean, it's just it is collusion, but it is also pressure from all of the banks and all of the other players. You play ball or we'll shut you down. But Glenn, this is what's, what's really amazing, and, and this is I, kudos to you, because if this was, let's suppose, 10 years ago, they wouldn't have to address it. And 10 years ago, you'd have been reacting maybe after the fact. The fact that you can get ahead of this issue that you see, and uh, plenty of other people see the tactics that are being used to control, manipulate, and preemptively nip it in the bud, this is something that they can't handle and that really upsets them. And this oh, is I something know. that curdles their yogurt. Because <laughs> if they look at inflation is another great example, right? It used to be, it's not really happening. Oh, it's happening, but it's not a big deal. Well, it is happening, but it's a good thing. Uh, right. Colbert, Stephen Colbert, who's a televangelist for yep. progressivism, had his monologue saying, hey, sure, I'm paying more for gas, but that's the price I pay to be a patriot to kind of support Ukraine. It's like, you don't care about the problems of poor people in the slightest, and you're telling them that their suffering is virtuous and moral. Now, in many cases, sure, you have to make sacrifices for your kid, for your family, for your country, but you, Stephen Colbert, don't get to tell me what sacrifices I need to make. Exactly right. And inflation, which everyone uses currency, inflation is a sacrifice that literally everyone has to deal with, and it hurts the poorest the most. If Glenn Beck loses 10% of his money, you're still going to be okay. If I'm living hand to mouth and I'm losing 10% of my money, that's food on the table. No, that, that's, that's a roof work. over your head. That's the difference yeah. between living under a bridge and just barely holding it together. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's obscene what is happening and it is, it is hurting. You're exactly right. The weakest financially among us. That's who's really paying this high, high price for everything that is going on right now. Everything that is going on. Um, Michael, did you did you see the um, uh, digital currency executive order? Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've been involved with the whole crypto space, being an anarchist for, for many years now. Right. A lot of people saw this coming down the pipe. Right. Uh, it's, it's not a surprise. What, what were your thoughts about it, Glenn? Um, mine was that it was very, first of all, it was hysterical that we just don't have the energy for cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. It just too much energy to to verify everything. We needed it centralized. One computer with a password. <laughs> yeah. That literally one computer with a password. Um, uh, so they're using energy now as the uh, as one of the reasons why they have to have it. Um, but the the fact that you and I both know about the Hamilton project, we we we've read these white papers at Treasury dot gov for a couple of years. They've been out um, and and now they're saying, hey, we've got to look into this and study it. 
No, they've already studied it. This is just as tilling right. the ground. And I think that uh, they have to move before the Republicans win, you know, or at least seated. Well, I, I think it might be a little too late for them, because I think what a lot of people saw, if you saw the Canadian trucker convoy, yeah. how banks just seized assets without so much as an explanation. If you see what's going on with Russia, if you're a Russian citizen, there's lots of things you can't do right now. You can't use Google Play and other such apps, uh, and they're seizing uh, bank accounts there as well. So that is giving people an incentive, correctly or incorrectly, to look elsewhere to keep their money secure. And crypto, by design, is meant to be outside of the reach of any individual government. Uh, and if, some, if your money's out of their reach, you're really, they're really disempowered. And that's a real big problem for them. So they have no choice but to act. But in my opinion, thankfully, I think that the, the, the technology is moving faster than the legislature can. And that is going to be a mechanism for freedom for people of the world I hope so. uh, in, the, in the near future. And, and the midfront. it's like, kind of like uh, Uber. So in many different cities, Uber, rather than being legal, just launched the app, got everyone used to it. And by the time the legislature got around to it, people were like, hey, you can't take Uber away. So crypto's adaptation is a very good mechanism towards taking away the power of the Federal Reserve, which I'm sure you share my absolute uh, contempt for. I do. Um, The problem is, though, is I think they're going to tie this to because a key word in that executive order was um, uh, stabilization, economic stabilization. They need the Fed coin. Uh, to provide economic stabilization. Well, that's true, because you're already operating on modern monetary theory, the first part. The second part is you have to control how that money is spent at the lowest level. Otherwise, you'll never control inflation. The White House, after denying that inflation was even real or that inflation was hit me two days ago, Jen Psaki said, no, inflation is going down if you look at the month to month. No, no, Jen, not true. Um, But uh, now they're saying, uh, yeah, you can. You should prepare. Uh, much higher inflation is coming. I think yeah, I, they're going to use I, that. Are you there? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying inflation. To, you can't talk about inflation, stabilization of currency at the same time inflation is happening. Correct. Inflation means an unstable currency. It means a currency that is losing value, and it means that you can't plan financially for the future. Because let's suppose I have a ruler, right? If a ruler is 12 inches today and 16 inches tomorrow and 10 inches the day after that, I can't build anything. Money is the same thing. That dollar is supposed to be a standard of value. If that standard of value is collapsing, I can't make these kind of long-term plans. So this is just a lie to claim that it's for stabilization. When they say stabilization, they mean control. And it's kind of scary how much of the verbiage is straight out of Ayn Rand's novel Atlas Shrugged. Because they use words in the exact opposite of what they mean, and they'll use whatever word they need in order to further their sense of power control. And Glenn, I got to tell you, it really seems to me like they're losing control of the megaphone and of many other things, and they're freaking out and they don't know what to do about it. Especially well, usually what defeated. dictators do is uh, start hammering. <laughs> usually dictators yeah. just shut everything down when they feel they're losing it. Uh, they just start shutting things down. And I, I just, I, I fear, I don't fear. Uh, I, uh, I feel that's where they're going. And, uh, that's, that, that will, that'll put a, a big hitch in our get along. How's that for Texas? They spent two years shutting literally everything down. Yeah. 
And now they're going the other direction. So I agree with you that their impetus and their MO historically has been to shut things down. But politically and culturally, things are going the opposite direction. True. So I, I think they don't know what to do. And I don't think this president is, even if you love him, you can't regard him as a visionary or innovative thinker. He's a party hack. He's been a party hack since the 70s. So you can't look to him to think of new ways of governing. That's not the whole point yeah. was he was supposed to be returned to normalcy, meaning he's old school. Well, that's old school's not going to work in 2020. Yeah, but that's why we have, you know, that new young up and comer Kamala Harris. You know, she's <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, my I love her so much. Gosh, I, 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 she's going to be the greatest president we've ever had for comedic purposes. It is going to be absolutely beautiful to watch. It's going to be like Veep for those of you who watch that show. Oh, it is exactly the same thing. It is. It is. Michael, thank you so much. Um, Always a pleasure, guys. You got me, bet. Uh, Anarchist Michael Malice. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Adam Curry, a guy who I used to think was the coolest guy on television and MTV VJ for years. Uh, and then is the guy really responsible for podcasting? I mean, he worked with Steve Jobs to get podcasts onto the Apple iPod uh, at the very, uh, very beginning. Uh, he is uh, wicked, wicked smart. Uh, and has been following things like ESG and uh, the Great Reset for a while. We welcome Mr. Adam Curry. How are you, Adam? Hey, Glenn. Good to see you, my brother. Good to see you. Uh, <laughs> you know, we haven't we didn't meet until a couple of weeks ago, and I can't believe that friends. So we have to have mutual friends. Haven't put us together earlier because we think so much alike. Um, and and I think, as I told you on your podcast, uh, not only do we think alike, but we we've want, you know, we've had a similar paths. But uh, we're also, I think, more or less the same age. After this wonderful visit I had with you, you can see I want to be like you so much. I bought one of those microphones that you have. I'm like, wow, I sounded really good on Glenn's show. Now I need a little little beard going. Yeah, go just a little goatee, and you're, you look a little like Colonel Sanders, and you're all set. Um, yeah. I want to I want to read something to you, um, Adam, and just get your your thoughts on it. Okay. We're working with 20 different states right now on legislation, anti ESG legislation and having the treasuries um, divest themselves of places like BlackRock. OK, yeah, that are clearly working against the interests of the everyday people. So this is a statement uh, from the Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry. And I want to read this to you and get your um, your thoughts. Some in the Idaho legislature are opposed to consider legislation to deal with ESG or environment, social and governance. ESG, a risk management system, is being labeled as the latest threat to individual rights. While as preposterous as this sounds, folks like Glenn Beck have given legislators a farcical conspiracy theory from which legislation is being crafted. While it's easy to dismiss due to its lack of basis in reality, the problems it creates for businesses are real. Risk management for all companies, small and large, 
private or publicly traded have common threads in determining asset risks from environmental factors such as climate change or local weather patterns. Additional risks are present in employment and management relationships and community acceptance of the business. Finally, the governance of all companies are critical considerations when it comes to risk management for investors. Business is, by definition, based on a risk-reward system. Legislative efforts to manage how risk inputs are evaluated are unwelcome and foundationally dangerous to free enterprise. These people are actually (laughs) using that. The, uh, the, The Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry believes and defends... That if Idaho wants to retain the moniker of the least regulated state in the nation, there is no role for government to dictate how business or business and their investors will evaluate the importance to each company, whether it is through formal systems labeled as ESG or otherwise. Listen to this. The tragic reality of the new world is one where talking heads drive policy. To stir the masses by creating non-existent problems and then solving the problem with massive overreaches into the private sector. Businesses cannot stand by and allow this to happen. And we will firmly defend our members' ability to run their own companies in the way that best suits them as a private and independent entity. (laughs) <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations. You are now an official conspiracy theorist. Oh, this is yeah. Good news. This is yeah. good news. Yeah. 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 That's why I always call myself the crackpot. I figure that's much easier. You know, they don't yeah. have to kill me. Um, <laughs> well, unfortunately, and, and so much happened in such a fast amount of time since we last saw each other. Um, and a lot of it's coming much closer. I think we're seeing the total capture. Uh, The capture is more or less complete. And with that, I mean, if we go back and just talk specifically about what ESG is, and and it's great hearing it now. A lot of people are talking about it. They're not quite sure exactly what it means. But again, it stands for environmental social governance. And this is a... um, uh, there's a, um, a measuring standard that goes along with this, which was created literally by the bankers, uh, including BlackRock, to det- and you know, with a separate foundation to determine how environmentally conscious, socially conscious, and governance conscious a corporation is. And we're talking mainly about publicly listed companies. And hang on just a second. Uh, so to give you an idea, there's no individual choice on anything. I've talked to people in the oil industry this week, and they have said, Glenn, we can't with the leases and everything yeah we need that we can't get a dime from the banks so yeah, that's esg the banks say no those oil rigs there that's well, not, not, just risk. The ba- not just the banks it's right. much worse than that it's the uh, uh retirement funds pension yeah. funds insurance companies and they have you know for their own uh, uh clients they have certain things they can and cannot invest in and and this esg has become this fictitious score and if um, I don't have a, a Merrill Lynch uh, retirement account, but yeah. I, I understand that people who do are already seeing the ESG score of their portfolio of right. the companies that they have in their portfolio. Right. And uh, so we've seen a lot of this taking place over the past probably five years is when it really started to accelerate. So environmental, that's all Green New Deal. And holy crap, we missed we totally weren't paying attention and they passed a trillion and a half dollars of which half is going into that kind of stuff. 
You the mean social the, the, the latest, the latest bill that just passed. The latest passed one, yeah, the omnibus bill. Yeah, oh, the I mean, omnibus these bill. Are yeah, horrible. Yeah, these things are horrible. When you look in at all the money, I mean, and that's all. I'm sure the the Federal Reserve is very happy. Oh yes, we got to push some money out. You know, yes. yeah, yeah. That's not going to help inflation, but the social part we've been watching. Uh, really the acceleration with Black Lives Matter. You saw every corporation giving away tens of millions of dollars, donating tens of millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter, Inc., Mm -hmm. which, by the way, has been completely dissolved. There's no one around who runs it. The the founders are all buying mansions. (laughs) Where's the money? There's a lot of groups looking for money. Say, hey, we we were all there. The money went through you. Where did it go? Um, So that's also what's... And then you have the governance part, which is... Um, equity. So do we have the right amount of black and brown people in the organization? Do we have the right amount of uh, female to male to transgender to whatever? It all has to be equitable and equal and uh, equity is really the the key term. But the social governance capture is, um, is has come closer to the environmental with the war, the war, I'll just say it in Ukraine. I mean, first of all, COVID is yesterday's news. We're still in that uh, in that headspace where we're freaked out about stuff and during lockdowns, etc., um, the, the thing that everybody could kind of glom onto, which created this so- social cohesion that we all, oh my goodness, there's, we can get out of this was masking, social distancing, and eventually uh, proof of vaccination and et cetera, et cetera. So now we have, we're still kind of reeling from COVID and, you know, things are stopping, but, you know, there's not even any news about it. Please pay no attention to the Pfizer documents that came out. Um, and we have tremendous inflation, uncertainty in the world. War is always scary. And uh, what have we all glommed on to? Thanks to the corporations who led the way, the huge divestiture in starting with Russian oil, but then tech companies, everyone just can't. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't wake up this morning and go to Google Maps and not be able to find Russia. I mean, they canceled. And we're all jumping on board. And this is wrong. This is fundamentally at a human level wrong. It's it's wrong also because despite what people say, that this is free market, that it's individual response. You know, individuals get to choose their own way. That is not true. Not the case. That it's is not the case. It is the exact not. opposite. Wall Street is driving this. Wall Street is pushing. They're saying you cannot be in Russian uh, in Russian stocks or Russian assets or or commodities. Uh, you've got to get out of it. Um, and because of this capture that's taken place with the large corporations who are advertising and telling everybody how great it is. I mean, the things that are happening. Um, this morning I got an email from Universal Audio. They make audio equipment that I use. Well, this is so horrible what's going on. We cut off all Russian customers. They can't even access our IP addresses. Like, why are you doing that? Isn't creativity cross boundaries? Isn't that for, for all people of the world? Same with, I'm a ham, as in ham radio operator. There's a database online called qrz.com qrz.com and you can find all the call signs in there and you can look stuff up these guys they took out all the russian call signs overnight this this is this is uh, insanity it is a it is psychological um escape and we're following straight into uh, demise you know <laughs> I, what is happening i said earlier that today if they can do this to vladimir putin who willy-nilly just throws people out of windows uh and gets away with it has billions of dollars and a country 
with a ton of nukes. If they can do this to him, what the hell do you think they'll think about doing something to you when you disagree? I mean, well, it, and it's the cancellation that is the scary part, yes. Glenn. It's because it's financial canceling, and and they did it to Canadian truckers. Uh, they're, 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 I mean, the in the omnibus bill, I don't know the exact. I think it was a hundred billion dollars the IRS is going to receive. Yes. And you know who they're not going to go after? <laughs> Goldman Sachs. Yeah. They're not going to go after BlackRock. They're going to go after you know, small people, uh, middle uh, class Probably people. people who have a low ESG score. Probably parents who are standing well, up in their, in their uh, school board meetings and saying, this is wrong. Those well, people so, are going to be targeted. Yes, and you were talking to Michael Malice earlier, yeah. uh, another fine Texas uh, uh, resident. And... Um, you know he's he's absolutely right with um, the the direction we're headed with this announcement. The well, it's just another let's go study stuff and come oh. back in six months. But the cryptocurrency executive order now, biggest story of the week. I think that's the biggest story yeah, of the week because once the central bank digital coin comes in, and you can find online videos of the of the the director of the Bank of International Settlements talking about this again. The Janet Canadian Yellen. Bank, it's open. They're, they're very open about it, mm. that your money will have expiration. If they give you money, you might not be able to use it after after a certain period. Um, literally, your dollars could be earmarked, and this can be tracked all the way through your spending habit. And when it pops up somewhere that you want to, I mean, I can imagine with the environmental part at a certain point, sorry, you can't buy gas today. You've surpassed your oh, credits. Yeah. And, I, and I know this sounds like, ah. Uh, but China is doing this. And there's one other thing I Russia, want to say. About. Russia started doing it, too. Russia's now doing it. Yeah. Well, there, well, of course, it's a globalist movement. This, ultimately, the idea is to get us all people oh. slaved under, underneath uh, what yep. they're doing. But um, the, the, the way I see it is it's, it's a perfect two-pronged strategy. Um, now you can you can inflate oil prices. Uh, you can you can make energy very expensive through legislation, executive orders, etc. I truly believe that the idea, and this is what you're hearing the our administration saying: Don't worry, we're going to put five hundred thousand charging stations in. You, don't worry, oil won't be a problem once you buy an electric vehicle. That's what they want everybody to do. It's obvious. Um, and they will push us in that direction. It will become unaffordable to commute to work. Uh, a whole section of people, just like COVID, will have no problem working from home. And it will be the it's the physicals versus the virtuals, even though you and I, by definition, are kind of virtuals. The physicals still have to go to work. They have five, six dollar a gallon gas. Um, it's going to break that system. Go home. You can't work. We'll send right. you some digital dollars. Now, it's not it's not tomorrow, but it's coming. It's coming, I think, sooner, maybe longer than we would expect, but uh, sooner than we hope. You know, in that executive order that uh, Biden put out this week, it says we have six months to uh, to decide and come up with a come up with a plan. And we're going to consult everyone. Well, it talked about all its stakeholders, other countries, businesses around the world, labor unions. But it didn't say anything about the American people or Congress. Do you know that process? Is it all through the Federal Reserve? They get to choose? <laughs> well, we have to go back to the Constitution, who's really 
allowed or has the power to create money and that is certainly not a commercial bank but right. that's you know the federal reserve act changed that so that would be something that we would have to go back to but i i think that what is good for people to understand um and it's in it, and i came to my own understanding when i talked to banker friends or people in politics you even see it now when they talk about raising the debt limit mm -hmm. and there's and 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 you know there's always a polarizing issue like oh my goodness you, you know oh the republicans are going to shut down this the democrats are going to shut down the government but what is really going on is uh and they're always surprised like well that you can't you can't not raise the debt limit that's un-american i mean you right. literally hear people say that that's un-american because the way our system works which the financial system is and this is why the Federal Reserve, who does create our money uh, through debt, says, you know, we like to keep inflation at 2% a year. That's not 2% what you're paying extra in gas or what you're paying for, for household goods or this consumer price index they've made up and changed throughout the years. That's how much money they need to print every single year to create in order for the system to work. And that's why, you know, a, a Toyota truck uh, in the 70s cost $5,000. Now it starts at $50,000. That is the result of money printing throughout the throughout the decades. And what's, so, what's, what's crazy is you saw this in real time recently. They said uh, in 2008, the price of gas was, uh, what was it, 341 uh, but today, or what was what was the price of gas? It was four eleven. Four eleven. Yeah, and now today, in today's dollars, they say due to inflation, that would be like five twenty five. You're like, wait, it was just, that was twelve years ago. What are you talking about? You yeah. know, it's not like nineteen fifty to today. <laughs> well, so and so now the gig is up because throughout the financial crisis of 2008 2009 when they created a whole lot of money um, then we had a similar uh, issue in the liquidity i.e uh, banks weren't trusting each other to even yeah. lend to each other so right. there's one or two weak sisters in the mix which is still in there we don't know where um, now we have another trillion and a half dollars going in so they're, they're solving these problems kind of as they go along but the fix is the central bank digital currency because then <clears throat> you don't have to create more money you can destroy money and you can destroy it directly from people by taking off minute amounts of their bank account after the decimal in just forever adam curry great to talk to you hope to talk to you again soon thank you very Anytime, much man. adam curry you can find his podcast it's tremendous the best of the glenn beck program Washington Post wrote a story, why we obsess over the details of a nuclear apocalypse. I don't, I mean, I don't think we need a story on that. I think, you know, being vaporized is probably why we obsess over it. And I don't know about anybody else, but I haven't obsessed over it uh, since I was a kid. Uh, you know, now to not have to worry about it for 30, 40 years, and then suddenly like, Hey, by the way, uh, they might use nukes. That's kind of a problem, seeing that it's the old foe that actually has all those old nukes and some new ones, too. Kind of a bad thing. So uh, we were talking about it in the office, and Rob Eno, who is our Blaze TV media critic, uh, started talking to us about the things that we have to do. And so I thought I would 
bring him in today. I didn't realize he was going to wear a hazmat suit, but uh, but you're looking good, Rob. Well, well, thank you. I'm, I'm going to take off the mask. You are the only person that could get me to wear a mask. Really? Uh, yeah. Today. Yeah. We'll okay. Take the good, good. The mask, of course, is I don't know if you saw, but the um, Department of Homeland Security said that after the nuclear blast hits mm-hmm. and, and after you've used your your school desk. Yeah. That you have right, to get to, under to, to, to get under to yeah. protect yourself. Which when I was about six, I knew that was ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Right. We saw the film of how everything is vaporized. With the turtle. Yeah. And then they <laughs> and then they said with the turtle, get under the desk. And I, I remember being probably six going, this is not going to protect me from what I just saw. <laughs> I will say, too, I'm happy you took the mask off because uh, yeah. it's I don't picture you that way. But. I also would say any white guy wearing a white hood, also not a good one. Yeah, look. not yeah. a good one. Uh, so, so, so I'm glad so you took that one good. off, too. All right, so um, I, I, we Clay, Clayton Bigsby. I was doing my Clayton Bigsby impersonation. <laughs> okay. Um, so they said you're supposed to, you know, and then you're supposed to wash your clothes or mm-hmm. wash yourself. Mm-hmm. And then apparently after you get the radiation off, you're supposed to go in the follow. Remember follow shelters? Oh, yeah. My, my grammar school had a follow shelter with the number of people that could be in yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this used to be something I think our mm-hmm. millennial and um, yeah, Gen I, Z listeners don't remember this. My but. senior essay in high school uh, for the American government class or whatever it was, was on our fallout shelter because one end of it ended in ventilation right outside and it was like that's really not how it's supposed to work (laughs) but anyway so so then to protect everybody in there you're supposed to do the six foot distancing and wear a mask so that they don't get covid yeah we've had a nuclear bomb but that's what we're supposed to do (laughs) yeah 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 but but there's some other i mean this is obviously joking but there's some other things that people can do i don't know if you saw the study a couple weeks ago but a vast majority of millennials and gen z's couldn't use a paper map to save their that, life. I think this is a real problem. Right. You, you know, things go down. Just GPS for any reason. GPS goes down. Nobody knows how to get anywhere. Right. I mean, and it's heavily hackable, the, the GPS system. And, <laughs> so say the map is? No, no, no. The, the GPS system, not, not the map, but yeah. the GPS system is heavily hackable. Yeah. And the Russians have already said that they've got directed energy weapons that they've tested on a satellite and shot it down to tell us that if we do something to them, they're going to take out our GPS system first. So all the millennials, they got the the phone and they think that they can, in Gen Zers, they can yeah. go someplace. Get yourself a map. I don't know if you know, one of my hobbies is I'm trying to drive through every county in the United States and I'm at about 75% of them. You're not uh, married, are you? I'm not. Yeah. Which makes it easy. <laughs> no, it does I was just make it easy. I was just, I mean, so, so I there's a, a few tip-offs. Yeah, there's a chicken and an egg situation <laughs> going on there as well. <laughs> I have a big, I have, a, I have the big Rand McNally Road Atlas that I buy yeah. every every month, but I just yeah. figured I'd bring in the small ones. So I got out of Texas. I have to tell you, we got rid of ours. When Tanya and I met 25 years ago, she used to be the navigator and she would read the map and I would drive. And we were so excited when GPS came out because it would end the arguments. No, no, you missed the turn. I told you it was right there. All of that stuff went away. But we can read maps. My kids don't even know anything about them. Right. And and you need to learn how to read a map. Yeah. Get yourself a compass. I know that it's going to flip when the magnetic flips i know that's yeah. you've been wondering oh, about I that since been. you were a kid no it's coming so but um you know get yourself a map just yeah. know where the declination is for the uh the the magnetic north right and, and use a map so that that's you know one thing the other thing is i mean i bought iodine this week i don't that's, know if you remember but i do but they that's used to a tell little us, i mean it's a little much yeah it's a little much i, I might mean, have bought it for the bit but yeah, i did buy okay. iodine. all right but um, you, you know in europe that 
I think they sold out of iodine. Right. Uh, because, you know, they're right there. Right. And, and what iodine does is um, apparently the radioactive iodine will go into your thyroid. So if you have regular iodine in your thyroid, then the radioactive iodine can't go in and that saves your system. That's the, the science How behind How much of that? Iodine. Do you just like take a swig I of don't it know. You, you have don't to look know. online. I am not Dr. Well, Rob. if we have a... I'm not Dr. Rob. That's... That might be something you look up too because right. uh, along with a map, you may not have internet. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, print these yeah. things out yeah. to have them. Then you should have a bug out bag. Maybe not this one. Okay. Um, so for the bit. So and I smallest, needed a bug out bag. This is the smallest yeah. bug out bag I've ever this seen. This is basically for a Smurf. Yes, it is. Um, I, I went online and I went to Amazon and I bought a bug out bag. And I looked at the bug out bag and it said it has 242 pieces in it. So I assume that it would be somewhat big. Because um, it looks like a backpack. backpack. A big it looks backpack. Like a backpack. But, but, but a very, a, very small backpack. But, it's a bug, but it actually has stuff that you can use, right? Mm-hmm. It's got... Um, you know, it's got a shovel. If you were a Smurf and needed to dig a latrine pit, you know, there's a Smurf-sized shovel. That's a, like a garden hoe. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a in shovel. The that's a garden I would hoe. get a bigger kit. Yeah, I'm just okay. saying. You're okay. just saying. Yeah, this is the. One. I mean, unless you're, f- f- you know, like I come from big boned people. That's what <laughs> right. You know, that's everybody fat says, in my family yeah. <laughs> used to say. We're yeah. big boned people. No, we're not. We're fat. <laughs> this so, is for very small boned mm. people. So this is what I, why I thought it was going to be big. It said it came with an axe. Oh, wow. So wow. this is the axe. What is that, that like a came... dandelion axe? Uh, yeah, I think you can cut down some dandelions with. But there, That's there about are the size things... of about two fingers, by the way, yeah. uh, the actual blade of the axe. Yeah, there, there are some things you can use. I mean, there's... Those are very good. These Space are actually blankets. very good to have in, in the car. So um, this I, is actually going to go in my car. This is if you're uh, caging I- any illegal immigrants. Yes. You're yeah. allowed yes. to put the you space, space blanket on. Or, or if your car gets out or you yeah, want yeah. it, maybe it protects radiation. I don't know I if don't it's know. in my what? bar. I, I can't. Say Might want to look that up too before the internet goes. Right. You know. But you know, you've got these types of things. So So do you this is how it. I know who's really prepared. Do you have food storage? I do. You do. How long? About thirty days, not a lot of time. Okay. No, that's days. better than most. Right. Okay. Uh do you have a go bag in your car or anything else? That this was the start of it. That okay, that was the start of it. So it's a good yeah, start. It's a good, good start. start. You gotta get good start. one. Good start. Uh do you have a surgical kit? This is where it separates the men and the boys. This actually has string. It doesn't have a full <laughs> surgical kit. But I could so like I, jerry rig it. I could fish. Yeah. You know what's crazy is <laughs> it has string. <laughs> string. Yeah. Got you got a kit. broken leg. Give me that string. <laughs> but I mean, but that brings up the I mean, we, we were all of an age where we probably were all Boy Scouts for a, a certain period of yeah. time. That that was part of what we what we did. And I, I couldn't find it. I've moved like three times in the past four years. I couldn't find. I have a 1972 Boy Scout field book, mm. which is fantastic. fantastic. Not the handbook. Yeah. yeah. It's a field book. And it's a survival manual. It teaches you. Yeah, you know, the other things like how to lash. Like, I, I don't think many. I don't even know. Somebody say to me, Stu, you're got to be like me. Hey. Hey, take on the lashing, will you? Yeah, <laughs> I what is uh, it? no idea. Is that whipping people? I don't know what. No, no, it's ten it's how, lashes we making. It's how to build structures with wood and in small trees. Ah. You know, you like you take the things like you look the bridge huh. over the river Kwai. Like yeah. the Boy Scouts taught you how I don't to build it. Live in that world. You know, it's crazy. Is uh, you know, I have the. I was so proud. I I got the the surgical kit, and it, I mean, it has everything. It has. I mean, you can remove an appendix or whatever you know have it brought it home got the book how to remove the appendix and mm. things like that you know i'm not coming to your house for <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just so you know <laughs> Tanya said honey 
who's going to do the surgery? Yeah. Because <laughs> I ain't doing it on you, and I certainly do not want you doing it on me. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, but if we have to, she's like, let me die. Let my appendix <laughs> burst. I don't want you with your grubby hands in my internal organs. I think this is the appendix. Why is there Cheeto dust in there? I don't understand. She died uh, yeah. from the Cheeto infection. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is, I feel like buying a surgical kit is how like the series Dexter starts. Where yeah. like, you know, it just, it doesn't yeah. end well. Now the problem is, mm-hmm. is I, have all of this stuff if you if we're in an emergency and somebody like i have to have my appendix out i'd have no idea where it is okay kids everybody into the garage start going through those boxes i know we have one here someplace this happened in in the documentary spies like us where they had to improvise an appendix removal they were not able to do it either so well i figure the first person Mm. will die of appendicitis it'll burst <laughs> right. the second person will at least have the set will know where it is because right. we're like <laughs> well, that can't happen again let's make sure <laughs> we all remember where the set is then that person will die because we have no idea what we're doing right the third person will also die because the person who had just a little bit of experience will be in so much trauma they won't be able to do it right but by like person 85 <laughs> there's a good chance there's you might survive <laughs> Exactly (laughs) right. Rob, thank you so much for coming in. Now now you feel prepared, right? Now you Mm. feel prepared.